Everybody, my name is Therese Paler. This is the Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. So hey, it is what it is. Now, here are your hosts, show, Vern, and Yahoo NFL writer, Therese Paler. Live from Brewtop in the Northland, it is the Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor. Of the Kansas City Chiefs, we are joined by Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer, Yahoo Sports NFL podcast, the man of the hour, the man of the year. He is Therese Paler. <laughs> Therese, how are you? Yeah, how about that? I'll take it, though. Who am I to argue? Man, you've already been on the afternoon show. You joined us on the streetcar. You've been coming through in a big way for this station. We appreciate it. Uh, how you been, man? Fantastic, man. Yesterday. No, no, fantastic, man. Um, I mean, we talked about... Chiefs Broncos, right? And uh, I think that game lived up to it for sure. There was some things to talk about, weren't there? What Patrick a game. Mahomes led every national talk show today, whether it's radio, it's television. So let me start with what I just saw out here at Brewtop. PTI, I think, is the biggest national television show out there. They led their show with this. I want to lead your show with this as well. It's a silly question to ask, but I think it's apropos how great is Patrick Mahomes? I mean, it's beyond just the arm talent, which we know is elite, right? It's the creativity in the pocket. It's the creativity out of the pocket. You guys had an opportunity to see that, right, with the left-handed throw that made, you know, that made him famous across the country. Um, I think for Chiefs fans, man, having an opportunity to root for a guy like this who's their guy. Like, you guys drafted him. He is a homegrown Chief right now, right? This is something you've never really had an opportunity to do with a player of this caliber at the quarterback position. And make no mistake about it, people across the league know how talented he is. This creativity in the pocket, this creativity out of the pocket, his ability to make something happen from nothing is something people all over the league are recognizing. And I think, I think a lot of the quotes that came out from the Broncos locker room last night kind of show that. I mean, you had Vance Joseph, the Broncos coach, outright admitting, hey, we ran some blitzes that he'd never seen before. These blitzes worked. And then he ran away from those blitzes and made throws he shouldn't be able to make. You, wanna, you talk about winning football in the playoffs, oftentimes it comes down to a man, like a quarterback, with the ball in his hand every play, making a throw. I think right now the Chiefs have one of the premier weapons in the National Football League at quarterback. Now, there will be, there will be. Slip up somewhere. Man, I but feel I, like we we'll say this every week. But I, I tell you what, though, I, I think that, I think that at this point, the length of that slip up, it might be shrunk into a quarter, or a half, or a game, as opposed to a three-game stretch, which is what I assumed when the season started. No, I, I, I know you have said this in the past. Like, I, I want to keep account how many people are are going around and, and throwing their hands up in the air. Yeah. And how many times? Have you started looking? <laughs> Isn't it fun? I told you. How, how many times did you see it last night? <laughs> I locked over the sideline, and, uh, and Von Miller just <sighs> hands on his knees, hands on his hips, just, oh, I mean, I don't know what we're going to do with this kid. But, like, it's week, it's game four of this season, game five for him. And the press conference one of the first two or three questions or comments was, Vance, was it just as easy as they had Patrick Mahomes at the end and he was the difference? Like Gino Uriyama 
said, we got Tarasi and they don't. Yeah. Like, is this where we are right I love now? It. Game I'm, four? I'm taking that, actually, is my next Mahomes column. At the end of the day, when it comes down to winning in the playoffs, Chiefs fans have experienced this, right? The other teams have had Dan Marino and you haven't. They've had Peyton Manning and you haven't. Uh, Andrew Luck. You know, even Joe Flacco. Like, right? First round quarterback, John. First round quarterbacks torturing you year after year while you're perfectly suitable, okay quarterback, that you need everything to go right. Uh, it doesn't quite happen in the playoffs because that's a good team you're facing. Now you've got that weapon. It's time to enjoy it, Chiefs fans. If it don't happen this year, it might happen in a couple years or three years or four. But at some point, it's hard to imagine that barring the injury, the guy doesn't have a special career. And, Therese, you mentioned it in your latest piece at Yahoo Sports uh, with the uh, headline of how Patrick Mahomes is saving the fan base of Kansas City. Now, you know how great this fan base is. This is a fan base that, that yes, has been waiting a very long time for a Super Bowl, but they're still packing Arrowhead. Yeah, I love how, how, how does 15 save this franchise? Or oh, fan base, rather, excuse yeah, me. No, I got you. It's kind of the same thing, to be honest. I mean, I, you know, the quarterbacks raises all ties, man. Listen, I have a national job at YahooSports.com. I get paid to cover all the teams. All of a sudden, having a national writer <laughs> in Kansas City is kind of the right, ish. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this guy's the story of the league. And I have a relationship with this team. I've covered him throughout his career. I want to be able to live here for a long time because the best player in the league might be here in a few years. Do you get what I'm saying? But beat like, Therese is Brian right. Windhorst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I think that in a lot of ways, man, like this guy is special. And I, I'll say this, you know, for the, for the reason I want to stay in Kansas City is I spent 12 years here, man. I covered high schools in this city. I did that for six years. I spent more time covering high schools in this city than I've spent covering the NFL. Mm. I spent six times more time covering high schools than I spent covering the University of Missouri before I got the promotion. I like it here. You know, I look at it as the place I want to live. So I'm able to write that column because I'm out at events like this, and I talk to fans, and I know the pain that you guys have been through. When I was the Chiefs beat writer, I took the time to answer most of my tweets, and most of it was, Therese, when are we going to get John Elway? Therese, when are we going to get our Andrew Luck? And I tried to tell, I'm like, guys, you can win with Alex Smith, and you can, and, but, but like the offensive line has to be better, and the running game has to be better, and on and on it went. And you know what you see now? You have a quarterback that's this good, and look, the offense around him is good too. It's Andy Reid. There's a lot of credit to go around, but when you have someone creating plays like this, man, all of a sudden, all the stuff we used to complain about and all the stuff I used to feel questions about, ain't nobody talking about that. Like, this team's not that much better as a run-blocking unit than they used to be. They're not much better as a pass-blocking unit than they You know what the difference is? They got one five back there, and no matter how many people you throw at him, he's going to find them, pew, touchdown, pew, first down. Oh, you got him by his legs? Okay, you got his right hand. All right, <laughs> left hand, first down. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? But it's, it's, it's crazy because it's not just that you have a franchise quarterback. Like, it's even and, – and I want to I preference this by saying uh -oh. this is just game four Man, for him this year. Right I, know, uh -oh. I know nobody wants this to be wild. This is, I just want to preference all this by saying this is game four. So I, I, I'm not saying that he is to this point yet, but it would appear 
that he looks like he's not just a franchise quarterback, but he's even the notch up from what he showed last night is that he does what Peyton did for years. He does what Brady did for years and does. Like, he covers up stuff. Eric Fisher it's was pathetic ultimate. last night. Eric Fisher, I'm sorry, <laughs> let's just put it out. He had crucial. My man goes Stephen A. Smith. He had, he had crucial let's penalties. Let's call it for on, what it is. It was. He, he had crucial penalties on third down, uh, false starts. Bradley Chubb beat him so fast one time. And, and he makes Eric Fisher's night look better you know than it so was. Funny, Ron? Like, he should have had three sacks. And he just covers things up. He makes you forget about Kendall Fuller getting run over. He makes you forget about <laughs> Hitches, whatever that was, tug of war that he lost. with yeah. you know, Like, he covers up stuff like, like Peyton used to do with that team. And, I mean, that. It's amazing, man. It's amazing. And he's covering up a lot. I mean, I, I think if you look at what the Chiefs have, it, I mean, it's, it's the entire offense around him. There's so many weapons. I think this has a chance to be a generational-type offense. And, like, to kind of back up your point on Fish, though, like, I'm sure you've been hitting that a little bit through your show. But, like, I'll be honest, though, I've been on Twitter a little bit today. I haven't had one person tweeted me about Eric Fisher. Because he covers it up. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen one tweet or mention. And I'm sure there's been some, but I'm just saying I haven't. And I follow most of the Chiefs fans out there that follow me. Right, that are that give that are pretty engaged with me and read every story. I follow you back, so you can ask questions. Um, but my point is, none of these people have said, "Man, what are we gonna do about the left tackle?" Nobody cares. It's like, hey, we just better make sure one five doesn't get hurt. That's a whole different story, then. But it's just, but like, he makes you forget about it. Like, I many y'all now just think about it right now. Oh God, Eric Fisher, he was awful last night. I mean, he got holding penalties, had false starts. I mean, there was, I mean, thank God Almighty they didn't line Von Miller on that side consistently because Bradley Chubb was given to the pits. But he just makes you forget about everything else, and that is, you know that, is, that is a step above franchise quarterback. I want to pivot back to something you said, Vern. You said that, like, he's saving the fan base. That's true. I'm happy for Chiefs fans. Here's why. This is one of the smallest markets in the National Football League. It is. But you guys know that Chiefs fans, year after year, have them on the best attendance in football for your college-like stadium that has more seats than a lot of places. You guys are, like, really good football fans, man. And, like, you guys – I'm saying this – I'm a Detroit guy, you know. I came here like, yeah, Chiefs fans won the Super Bowl. You're fine. You don't know what heartbreak is. And I lived here 12 years, and I saw. Mm. And I'm like, man, you guys have got it rough. You know, yeah, from all from the Lynn Elliott game to the no punt game to the 38 to 10, it, it, it is over and over and over and over and over in the playoffs and over and over. Like I get it, I get it. So I'm Part happy for you guys. Then, aren't you? Yeah, you know I was gonna go for 10. I was gonna go for 10 because every one of those losses, one in 10 since '94, right? Every one of them losses hurts you guys, and I know. Because you were tweeting me about him. And I knew, because after the losses, you guys were like, ask, fire Andy Reid. Ask him why he ran this. Ask he ran. <laughs> I just forgot about Lando yeah. getting burnt. And, that, and you, you know, it's care. hard for me to get forget about Lando. <laughs> Patrick can make you forget about Lando. <laughs> Tutu, the other deuce deuce, a little different, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you can follow Therese on Twitter, at Therese Paler. Of course, read his work at yahoosports.com. And, you can hear them on the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast. We are live from Brewtop in the Northland. 
We'll give you a chance to win $1,000 in our national cash contest coming up at 6.30. When we get back, more on Patrick Mahomes as I want to know what is the next question that he can answer this season. That and a look around the NFL as Therese has the latest on Earl Thomas. All of that coming up next. The Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, back at it live from Brewtop in the Northland. It is the Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light. The official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs, Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer, Therese Paler, with us live. Don't even give me a beer like my man over here right here. (laughs) Each and every Monday from (laughs) 6 to 7 at a different location, it is the Therese Paler Show, of course, with Monday Night Football. Last night we pushed this week's edition to Tuesday night. Your chance to win $1,000 coming your way at 6.30. But, Therese, I was hoping you could expand a little bit more about how a guy like Patrick Mahomes, we talked about how he can save the fan base. How could he save this franchise? The NFL, more than ever, is facing a bit of a crisis as far as attendance goes. Now, Chiefs fans are pretty loyal. You guys show up almost no matter what, unless it's like December or something. And even then, you guys still come more than other teams. Um, But... More and more fans opt to stay at home because you got your big 65-inch television and you got your unlimited beer that doesn't cost $9 a pop Mm. and you've got all your food there and you can go to the restroom and you ain't got to pay $40 for parking and it's just easier. You can have your boys there. It's a four-hour experience and guess what? When the game's over, you flip the channel, you got another game and it's man time Mm -hmm. without the foolishness of tailgating and all that. But People will still come to see special players. They will. And for the Chiefs organization, the opportunity to employ one of the game's most exciting quarterbacks is the kind of thing that will get people to the stadium, even in today's era where these these big TVs just keep getting better, right? Mm -hmm. But people will come pay to see Patrick Mahomes play. People will say, hey (laughs) – I got to see this guy play live one time now. This is Patrick Mahomes, right? People, fans will come from other cities to come watch Patrick Mahomes play their team. This matters. So for the Chiefs, don't think for one second this guy is not going to be in the top five on, like, marketing. He's not going to be in the top five on, like, jersey sales, all that. Like, this is a game-changing move for the franchise um, from a financial point of view, too. So understand, like, the drafting and success of Patrick Mahomes raises everybody's tide associated with the Chiefs, right? Like everybody in that organization, you drafted him. Brett Veach was on him first. Guess what? He gets the credit. You know, he gets a lot of the credit for that. John Dorsey was let go. But guess what? He had to move up to go get him, right? He can put that on his resume too. And more importantly for the organization, man, this is going to be a big-time moneymaker for him, provided he doesn't get hurt and he stays on the same path. I, I hope the Chiefs fans are ready to hear a lot of Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, <laughs> a lot of Jim Nance, t- Tony Romo, because we talked about it before. Um, this is a Sunday night football team now. This is a Sunday night football draw. The times before where you were uh, in primetime games because of you going against – said team like 
you're on primetime facing Peyton Manning. You're on primetime facing Brady. No, teams are going to be on primetime because they're facing Mahomes. Yeah, and look, this is really good um, exposure for the city. Like, you know, people will come to these games and spend money in the city. If Patrick Mahomes becomes a star, like, this is good for everybody. Like, the city, people, you know, you know, this would be really good exposure for everybody associated with this place. Like, fans that come here, they'll spend money in the city. Um, you know, more people will spend time in Kansas City. They'll get to see, you know, great fans and all that. Like, this is the kind of thing that the Chiefs, especially after the Royal success, mm-hmm. this is the kind of thing that they really needed to kind of get people back on the Chiefs bandwagon after these years of just horrendous playoff losses that just rip your guts out. Like, this this is what you needed. (laughs) I'm just being honest. I know. Hey, listen. It's not. Here's the thing. It's not like I'm a Packers fan. It's not like I'm a Steelers fan. Spoil. Hey, listen. listen, My team went 0-16 in 28, 2008. Okay. So I I know. I've been there. I know. I can speak on it. Therese, what question? Let me put it this way. What questions, when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, what questions remain to be answered that can be answered in the regular season? Right, Because we can't find out about his playoff moxie or what he'll do in a big spot in the Super Bowl until he gets there. But as far as over the course of these next 12 games, man, he's been put in, especially this game last night, all of the positions that people wondered how he would respond to, down 10 in the fourth quarter, Man, he, just how he looked, and you couldn't tell that Denver was after this dude. He didn't look rattled to me. He didn't look <laughs> shook. I know. He's just doing his thing. He's like, ah, Von Miller, keep chasing me. Beat it. It's like, what? I'll find a way. <laughs> it's Von Miller. What? You know, who else was coming after him? Chubb. Um, Chubb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davis. Yeah, Marshall. He's like, ah. You guys need His to get faster. His own defense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like what? And you know, I think you know, teams, players do want to win. Like when the money matches up, like they, they want. They, this is the kind of ultimate, you know, um, ultimate advantage you get when you got a quarterback like this. And Chiefs fans, again, have never, ever, ever experienced it. Man, it's so cool to kind of see Chiefs fans rally around this guy. You had the first report Sunday following the Earl Thomas injury that the yeah. Chiefs were on the cusp of Thank you. trading for the Pro Bowl. Some people safety. didn't get that part. Thank you. Appreciate that. No, you were. You, you were first on it. That You had the source that said the Chiefs were on the cusp of this deal possibly going down after the game. It was going to happen. No, it was going to happen. can you tell us? It was going to happen. And I can tell you that when Earl Thomas' is, is leg fractured internally, they Chiefs were pissed. They were, they were like, <laughs> that's how, that's, it was basically, they just had to create a little bit of money. Um, yeah, they were mad because this guy was going to help change the secondary, man. Look, they needed like another stud. They needed like another star. Um, they need I'm, a star I'm on not, that I'm, side. But they got Eric Berry, but like, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, and actually, I'm actually glad you mentioned that. Like, um. So Barry, you know, he's got this heel issue, you know, might be a while. Um, could it's be already a, been a while. No, no, no. Well, How much, what's a while then? Uh, I mean, if, look, if I'm the Chiefs, what I want to do is make sure that if he can play, he's playing in games that really, 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 mm. really, 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 really yeah. matter. So, like, maybe we should stop thinking that it's coming this week or next week or I think it might be a little while. But we'll see. Um, obviously, it just needs to improve. But I, I just think 
you have to be logical about this. If they thought he wouldn't necessarily play, if they thought there wasn't a chance he wouldn't play, they just put him on IR. But they haven't done that. They think there's a chance. So if you're the Chiefs and you think this is something he's just got to manage, obviously you'd rather have him manage it in games that really, really matter. I find that interesting because I've heard that before, that it's a pain tolerance thing. It's not something to where he could rupture the Achilles again. If it's a, it could get worse, though. I was going to say, I can't this is see not, that's possible. But this but is this the organization that's saying it was literally day-to-day, and now they're hinting that it's a pain tolerance thing. What are they trying to say about EB? Are they? I don't, I don't know if they're trying to say anything other than the fact that, you know, they're trying to let you, they might be trying to let you guys know, like, it ain't over with him. Like, he'll be, he'll be all right. You know, he'll play this year. But, like, you got to remember, too, like, you know, the Chiefs to say, you know, about the injuries, it's day-to-day, it's – it's pretty vague, okay? Like, the injury thing, they just kind of ask you guys to trust them with it. Uh, <laughs> like, look, it's not day-to-day, and it's totally possible that, look, it's totally possible that when it was kind of saying that, it just got worse. This is a pain tolerance thing. and it, it, Like, the pain of it will probably only get worse as he keeps playing, right? But, look, I, I think if you're the Chiefs and you see this team's 4-0 without him, they don't really need him yet. And with this kind of start, without these guys in trouble, with 15 being a star, I actually think the smart play is to, like, let them heal, let them keep training, and then, like, when they really need him to, like, kind of play through it, you know, the, 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 he'll, you'll get the best of him when it, like, really matters. That's my hunch on it. I'm not done with this Earl Thomas thing. I, I, I know we've got to take a break. I'm not done with this Earl Thomas thing. I, I have another um, another question that I need to ask Therese about this because there's more to this to me. That and your chance to win $1,000 at our National Cash Contest coming up next. The Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Back with you here, the Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs, Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer, Therese Paler. We do this each and every week, Mondays, normally, Mondays from 6 to 7, but because Chiefs played under the lights of Monday night, we moved this bad boy to Tuesday. We're live from Brew Top in the Northland, and now is your chance to win a 1000 on the 30s in your in our national cash contest uh pull your phones out right now everyone and if you're driving listening at home wherever it may be text the word sale to 72881 that's s-a-l-e sale to 72881 if you want chiefs and a chance to win a thousand on the 30s there's only one station in kansas city that gives you that opportunity every weekday from seven to seven message and data rates may apply your next chance to win is tomorrow morning at 7 30 on fesco in the morning again that word is sale s-a-l-e to seven two eight eight one here's my thought like you had brought up um earl thomas and that the chiefs were looking and we've been hearing reports as to much as two second round picks and then later we've heard that the chiefs were looking at a single second round pick Listen, I am not a huge fan of the, the component of giving up that high of capital and draft as well as having to pay him, as you said. If you're going to get Earl Thomas, you're going to have to pay him. My thing is, okay, I'm not a fan of it, but, hell, if you're going to start at Earl Thomas, why stop there? 
if it's like, all right, we are looking to improve this because we feel like we got a shot because we got 15 this nut that keeps us in the game at all times. Like, we feel like we got a shot. Why stop at Earl Thomas? Patrick Peterson for the Cardinals comes to mind. If you're going to clear money to get Earl, I'd give up a first-round pick for Patrick. I mean, he fits this team. So, I mean, if it's just – if it were on Earl – why not other players out there if they're willing to give up capital and draft and pay money? Yeah, listen, um, I'm pretty sure they're not stopping at just Earl as far as, like, looking at potential options, okay? You bring up Pat- Patrick Peterson, let's talk about him. Patrick Peterson's salary this year is about $15 million, or at least that's what his cap number is. Um, Earl Thomas is about $10.5 million. That's a significant salary difference, Right. And Megan Earl Thomas fit was going to be tough, but they could have done it. That's not to say they couldn't make Peterson work. I mean, it, it takes some work. Like, it might take some restructuring of stuff, pushing money down the road. But, look, man, I'm not going to lie. As somebody who was 10 years old when Dion joined the 94 Niners mm. and went straight off and won the you know, defensive player of the year and high-stepping from the 40, I – think that would be awesome like like Patrick Peterson could come in and have a Deion Sanders like effect on the Chiefs offense like a 94 Deion like Chiefs effect on the uh, effect on the Chiefs defense um he could return punts a little bit when you're trying to rest Ty Hill I think it'd be awesome but look Arizona's going nowhere that team stinks that team is headed to three wins that's an awful team and if you're Arizona I can't imagine he's happy and if you could get a first round pick out of it yeah, I mean, you do it, but at the end of the day, if the Chiefs had more money and they hadn't have been so wasteful in the past with some of these contracts and they didn't have so much dead money, maybe that would be something that would be happening, right? Yeah, and it's not just Peter, Patrick Peterson. It's just a name that you throw out. But yeah, I, yeah anybody, I love it. I think it would be awesome. I think that's – hey, I think with this offense, by the way, Justin Houston might not be done yet, right? Like, if he's coming back – and he's going to look like that, and D4 is going to play in a contract year, and you got Hitch, and you got um, Raglan. You know, if you add Peterson to a secondary, that Barry would come back later in the season. And, like, Fuller, I think you can win with that. But, I, I, look, the point is, like, that's probably a long shot, even though it would be really, really fun for football fans. The, the point is that they're looking at every official okay. option. They, they are. Like, it's not – it ain't ending here. I promise. That much I can tell you. Because it seems like if they needed to make, if they were, they seemed like they were dead sold on making a move here and giving up what they needed to get him. And I'm just thinking, why but stop here, there? They weren't <laughs> desperate. They, I mean, we look at the defense and say they're desperate, but they're not like desperate in the sense of having their nose open with other teams. Like, yeah, we give a bunch of picks. You don't want that. I don't think they would do that. Like, they needed Seattle to drop the price, which they did. So. You know, at the end of the day, the Chiefs will make a decision if they feel like the value is commiserate with what the player is worth. Therese, you mentioned D. Ford. Uh, D. Ford's 22 (laughs) pressures as an edge rusher, second in the NFL behind Khalil Mack, Uh according to Pro Football Focus. Could you say that one more time? I'm not sure. D. Ford's 22 pressures as an edge rusher, second only to Khalil Mack. And he's gotten better against the run. So what what did the corporate champ say about contracts years? Undefeated. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got it. And there it is. Here it is. Like D4 is going to play through whatever he needs to play through this year. And he's going to have a big season. And somebody's going to end up paying him a lot of money. Now, will it be a Kansas City? I don't know. 
He might end up getting a third-round pick for him, compensatory, right? But at the end of the day, you know, you can never, ever, 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 ever doubt the player who's 26 years old or 27 years old playing for that big second contract they've been sacrificing their whole lives for. It's just – it happens every time. There's no doubt about it. That's why Steven Nelson came into camp looking as trim and fit as he has ever. Steven Nelson, who I like, by the way, like Nelson's a guy who, like, if you had Peterson – all of a sudden, you could live with Nelson Fuller and Peterson, right? But I better stop. Teasing hell yeah, y'all. you can. I better stop teasing y'all with that. Yeah, you could live with Peters, Fuller, and Nelson. <laughs> also, could you? Well, I, well, the Chiefs obviously didn't think so. The, you know, the the, the, the D4 thing is, and it feels like as we talk to people every day, and we talk to other people within within football, within the Chiefs, that it seems to me that it's a foregone conclusion that D4 is not going to be a Chief next year, and for me, that. Eric Berry's injured. It is to me clearly that D Ford is the, to me the the most explosive defensive player they have right now. I'm like I, I mean, I think Eric, you know, I think Justin Houston's an all-around better player because he plays against the run better. But to me, like, how much is D Ford going to get on it? Like, how much is he going Whew. to get next year to where it says, all right? We already know we're not going to pay him who may be our best defensive player right now. Like, $40 million, that's what Olivier Vernon got guaranteed, something like that. $40 Vernon, million for D, for D4? Yeah, Vernon had a better track record. But there is some inflation there. Yeah, I'm just saying it's a different yeah, no, now. No, no, I'm not coming at you. I hear you. I, I don't I – don't, <laughs> I don't – like, the Chiefs have his whole – the Chiefs have his whole medical history. So – Another team probably won't to that degree. Um, and, like, honestly, just look at what the Chiefs have done in the draft. They went all defense in this draft. You know, they're going to draft an edge rusher high next year. Because I mean, you got Justin Houston, too. So, like, I look, y'all know, like, f- I'm here for five fives contract season. Like, I'm here for it. Like, that's I, it. I love it. Like, I'm, I'm all for it. I I like D Ford as a person. We had some great conversations. Um and I think for I think for eight for certain teams he'd be like a like a good fit. Like I think there are teams out there that can throw that money at him, and like it, it might it would be worth it for him. But for the Chiefs, you know, I, I think they're at the point where they're gonna try to go like young on defense and like build with like young talent that they believe in and draft, and then fortify um, at like a critical position, like either edge rusher or corner, and like through free agency. Um, yeah. So that's my thought on it. Terrence speaks ain't it. Because hmm? Breland Speaks don't looks like he's it. <laughs> well, wait until Breland Speaks is a nose guard. Yeah. No, it'll be a five. Tech. There we go. It'll be a I'm five. With that. Just do tech. it. Just do it. it. Well, you got to wait. You got. I, I can't watch him stand up again, Terrell. I can't watch him stand up. I can't give watch him. Give Give Breland Speaks a chance after you know some time in Barry Rubin's off season program. He'll be he'll be putting his hand in the dirt. He'll be a different player next year. Terrell, yes, I'm with that. You know the kind of. Heat that Bob Sutton gets from yeah. the fan base. Well deserved. Did you see that tackling last night? Is that a Bob Sutton thing? I mean, that don't look like a Bob Sutton thing. Some, I mean, it's talent and coaching. Like these guys are taught Come how on, to man. tackle. You know, like what, what are we gonna do? We gonna we gonna say it's all Bob Sutton's fault? Like no, like there's, there's position coaches that are in charge of teaching tackling. I mean, we it's when defenses stink, it's typically like a multi-layer problem. Like it's not just. Well, sometimes it can be a lot of that. (laughs) But, like, for this defense, 
it's like, hey, like guys tackle better. Like it's it's a talent problem. It's a it's an assistant coach problem. It's a defensive coordinator. I'm not saying any of that to absolve Bob Sutton. Like the scheme is not like fun to watch, and uh, you know they're they're getting shredded. And if you guys end up in losing in the playoffs, facets. if you guys end up losing in the playoffs in a 45-42 shootout, you know people are gonna be Ticked. really really pissed. But see, like, listen, I've been hard on Bob Sutton, but that wasn't Bob Sutton. Like the 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 part, at least this play, the Royce Freeman touchdown. <laughs> listen, D yeah. Ford set the edge and forced him back inside. That ain't Bob's fault. Bob can't. Bob put them, they were all in position to make tackles. Like, listen, I'm hard on Bob Sutton. Nobody, nobody's been harder on Bob Sutton and called for his job more than it. But that wasn't him. That, they got to. That's, that's some one to. Booker McFarland. Why, why, why was are we on trying it. to blame it all on one person? Their defense is last in the league. It stinks. It's all of them. Like, let's just call it for what yeah, it is. It's all of them. Like, we're not absorbing anybody when you 32, 32nd in the league, giving up 450 yards a game. That's and, all and, of them. and they're not 32 by a hair. That's a good 50, <laughs> 75 yards they got that 32 spot. It's crazy, man. Like, ugh. It, it's, it's, it's kind of unfair for Chiefs fans. If they had the 2015 defense, man, no one could beat these guys. They'd go like 14-2. and two. We're live from Brewtop in the Northland. It is the Therese Paler Show. Your chance to get your questions answered by Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer. So text them in right now. Text line 69306. You can also tweet at us at 610SportsKC. And if you're out here at Brewtop, we'll be taking your questions during the break. Take on Therese is next. The Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Therese Paler Show live from Brewtop in the Northland. The Therese Paler Show presented as always by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. We're back with you next week, Monday uh, from 6 to 7, and then every Monday from 6 to 7 right here on your football station, 610 Sports Radio. We end the show each and every week. Take on Therese. You ask the questions. Therese supplies the answers. We're going to start right here at Brewtop Marcus from Kansas City wants to know what you believe is the reason why we saw a change in the running game. Sure, the attempts may have been the same. The output from Kareem Hunt, quite different. Also, Kareem's usage out of the backfield, slightly different. Yeah, I mean, look, when you face different teams, they're going to give you different things. And I think the Chiefs' offense is so dynamic, they're just going to take what what you give them. Um, Look, look, (laughs) Denver knows what Patrick Mahomes is about. This is their second time facing him. So I think they were a little less concerned about the run game than probably past teams. Um, you know, it only took a, it only took three games to see that Mahomes is the biggest weapon in the passing game, and Ty Hill, you know, maybe not let Ty Hill be the one to beat you anymore, because Ty Hill is the guy that can beat you just like that. If I'm an if I'm an opposing team, I play a lot of zone coverage. I only rush eight, and I try to flood the block box at the same time. And I, you know, that's what I, and, and between the 20s, I give the Chiefs even count boxes so they can run the ball. That's what I do. It'll make them stay on the field longer. It'll keep them from giving the big strike plays they've been trying to get. Um, and then if you get lucky in the red zone, you'll be able to turn them over a few times. But it's not, that's not a great strategy, but it's probably the best thing teams can do right now. Uh, from the text line, a couple of players from the 913, a couple of players in the secondary that are young trying to kind of, get in your opinion as a person who watches football where you see these guys uh, 
I guess, their ceilings being. Uh, Kendall Fuller, Amani Watts, do you see these guys as potential stars, above average players, just average players, or maybe even dreadful? All right, I, I think <laughs> in Madden parlance, I think um, I think our, I think I think they I think Fuller probably has like quick the quick development trait, or at least he should. I think he's a good, really I think he's a solid NFL player, like a solid NFL slot player, solid NFL cornerback in general. He could be a starter on a Super Bowl team. Um, I think Watts probably has the normal development rate, but I think he's I think he's got an aggressive kind of ball hawking mentality and good athleticism too. His, the reason he's not playing is because he's somebody who's really got to learn like when to take gambles. And if if he's undisciplined in this scheme, teams will score even more points against them because they're bad defensively. So there's there's a the people around him have to be sound, or he has to be more sound. That this is that's a time thing for him. But I he was an all juice guy, so I like I like playmaking safeties. I think he's going to be a good football player, you know. But I think the awareness trait needs to improve, and I think that um, you know play recognition, all those things that takes time. Will from Kansas City out here at Brewtop in the Northland wants to know how concerned he should be about all these second half D Ford injuries. It's now two straight weeks. <laughs> Well, listen, he has an injury history, right? Like, if to stick with the stick with the video game parlance, if this was FIFA, he might have the injury-prone right. little right. Band-Aid, right? Like, but that doesn't mean – but, look, he has every motivation in the world. He's playing this year. Every moment he can be on the field, he'll be on the field, guys. He needs to play as many snaps as he can and get as many pressures and sacks as he can, right? So, and on the Chiefs, I wouldn't worry about it at all. If he's not playing, it's because he literally cannot play. Um, Therese from the 768, uh, talking about the defense, at least, like, you know, positive. It seemed like yesterday, and it seemed like at times against the Niners, they were able to get off the field on third downs. Is there something to what they're doing, or do you think it's just kind of luck? Yeah, it might be luck, but I, I kind of don't want to chalk it up to that. Like, they – NFL teams put a tremendous amount of effort into their third down offensive and defensive packages. So without doing like a comprehensive study of every like third down, it's hard to know what they're doing different. But just know like when a team is good on third down, they're typically, it's typically because like their calls and their schemes, like this is stuff that they've kind of saved just for it. Um, so, or, or like but years ago, like even Pete Carroll still does this to this day. Like he has like a second half blitz package. Or like a third down blitz package where he just brings out because those are crucial moments, right? So I, I, I give him a little bit of credit, but it's probably a little luck too. Let's see what happens with another month of play. Another question from out here at Brewtop in the Northland: uh, What's going on with? And they wanted to make sure I called him Reggie Snackland. <laughs> oh God! Saying he looking a little thick. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So Reg loves football, cares about football. But his, I mean, his knee is a thing. Like he's gotta, he's gotta, you know, he's gotta heal that thing, man. It's kind of hard to like train all out and get down. Uh, what's what's his ideal weight? Like 245 or something, 248, something like that. If you know your knee is bothering you, like that's tough. Um, he he's gonna give them quality snaps this year. This is kind of a time thing for him too. Um, I, I like the pairing of him and Hitchens together. They're both young. They're both like 25 or whatever. They're going to be a good pairing. I, I, I kind of want to see what happens to Raglan 
with another offseason um, of healing and training. Um, also from the 816, are we starting to see, and I'm with this person, are we starting to see more of what the Chiefs really loved about Demetrius Harris? Because I have been one that's been confused of why he's continued to stay on the team. He seems to have off-the-field issues at times. He doesn't seem to catch the ball all the time. But we're seeing better with Patrick Mahomes. What, like, what are some of the things that they love about him that has kept him on this team? He's big. He's got, like, natural athleticism for a 6'7", 255-pound guy. He actually has some natural ball skills, too. He just has the drops-open passes trait. <laughs> like he just he just has it. Like it's like you can turn it off. Like if he gets enough experience points and, and if he stacks up enough experience points on passes from Mahomes, you save up for it. Maybe you can turn it off. But at the end of the day, he's got the drops open passes straight. Like what you want? Um, he's he's played enough that his awareness has improved. His ball skills, you know, his football feel has really improved for a guy that didn't play in college. Um, and I'll also say this, Mahomes throws a pretty catchable ball for a guy with a gun like that. And, you know, again, here's another example of a guy like Mahomes making a guy like Harris better. Because, like, for his flaws, as a one-on-one matchup, like, it ain't that easy to match up with a 6'7", 255-pound guy who's athletic. Now, he might drop it, but if he catches it, you're going to have a real problem on your hands. So that, that's what the Chiefs saw. And... Um, He's been pretty beneficial for him. A real quick last one. I'm going to steal it. This is not. I, I'm not going <laughs> to lie and say this is from the text line. This is from yours truly. Um, how much would you say a factor was Sammy Watkins missing in the offense yesterday? Please just. please. Yeah, don't. it just doesn't even. I mean, it. it'll matter against. It will matter against Jacksonville. Right. It'll matter. It won't matter. There's a difference between Jacksonville and Denver. Like, there's a difference between, like, the 49ers in Denver, but there's a difference between Jacksonville and, and – De- Jacksonville's defense is fake. Like, Jacksonville's got two corners that can match up against you guys. Hey, Ty Hill versus Ramsey is the real deal now. And A.J. Boye is one of the most underrated corners in football. That guy is good. So, like, yeah, I think you need Sammy Watkins because if the Jaguars choose to devote resources towards stopping Kels and, um, and, 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 and Ty Hill – they can do that and probably contain the running game because no one's blocking their defensive line up front. Malik Jackson, Ngakwe, Calais Campbell, have fun with that. Like, it, they, 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 yeah, you're you going to have a hard time. That's going to be a long day. Um, at least it could be. You never know in football. They need, they, they, I think they need Watkins against the Jaguars. I, I think he would be a big help. From the Pepper Jacks Grill, famous Philly text line in the 816, how many more years do you think Andy Reid is in Kansas City? Um, before I saw Patrick Mahomes <laughs> start <laughs> start making plays from the Brett Favre collection, um, <laughs> I'm dead serious, by the way. Like, by the, I use this on CDOT and uh, Fanny Show, but this is true. Like, Mahomes' left-hand throw was purchased straight from the Brett Favre collection. Mm, no doubt. And there ain't no... There's no amount of money that can get you into that store to buy that trait. That's like generational wealth. You better that better be passed down to you from your daddy, right, or your mama. You better get it from somebody. You can't just go buy the left-handed throw from the Brett Favre collection. That's given. That's God given. Um, 
I had so much fun answering that. I forgot. How many more years we got with Andy in Kansas City? Yeah, well, when Andy has a guy with a tool from the Brett Favre collection, he might coach another six years, man, I, seven years. I, before then, I would have said another three or four. Because he could ride contract. this cat to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, this this guy, Mahomes has it. I mean, he's only started, like, God, five NFL games. But, like, <laughs> right. if, if he's what he appears to be, if he gets Andy Reid a championship, Andy Reid's going to be a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. He will, I'm a Hall of Fame voter. He will go into the Hall of Fame. Right now, there are 32 NFL coaches. Do you all know, including Reid, eight of them have Andy Reid connections? All Eight of them used to be on his staff. That's like Bill Walsh stuff. Yep. Right? He's going to get in just like Mike Holmgren to get in. But he needs a title. And I think I suspect this is motivating Andy. At and least. I suspect that as long as Patrick Mahomes is here and as long as he doesn't have a title, that man's going to be coaching in Kansas City. Yeah. He, he needs at least Super Bowl appearances. No. Le- you think he's got to win he, it? He needs a title. Yeah, because there, what do we look? There's, there's 18 coaches, Pro. two of them, who haven't won titles, and that's Marv Levy, who's been to four, as well as uh, it's crazy. Bud Tom Grant. Because Flo- right, Tom Flores has won two. Or three. Is it three? And he hasn't. No, two. And he hasn't gotten in. There's a lot of guys. Holmgren's not in. There's a lot of guys. But Seifert's not in. Right. There's a lot of So he needs to win one. He's in like the Marty camp, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Therese Paler Show. Every Monday from 6 until 7 moving forward. Presented by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Be on the lookout for the work of Therese Paler. Follow him on Twitter at Therese Paler. Look for the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast and the Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer. He is Therese Paler. Therese, thank you very much. Anytime. There you go, people. There we go.